Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front. But that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. Make way for Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances for my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this, I'll need my news team at my side. News team, assemble! We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And we're back. You know, one of these days, I'm going to I'm going to play that um, that opener, I think, before like a workout or something so that everyone has to make way for Dark Helmet, all rise for Dark Helmet. I kind of like the sound of it. It's it's very good. I really appreciate what you created there, Kitty. If you um, uh, if you come to Carpex, I would encourage you not to do that here. <laughs> yeah just just uh just a bit of friendly advice from one dude being a buddy to another you know i uh, appreciate that pal um yeah and that's and uh, now is that, is that advice you would give every man kitty or is that just advice to me personally oh i think i know <laughs> i think i know oh my goodness hey uh welcome because here we are again back for part two of exhortation with the 43 feet podcast my name is dark helmet i am the president of f3 nation and the host of this here podcast and i am joined as always uh well as most often anyway i'm just gonna start saying as always enough qualifiers for crying out loud uh by my shared leadership team for f3 nation men that i love men that i trust men that exhort me and that i exhort they are in no particular order mike sluhan head of expansion 
for F3 Nation out of St. Louis. Beans. Hey, Darkus. I mean, you're welcome anytime you want to come to St. Louis and roll out the, you know, the, the red carpet for you on your entry. Oh, you can man, do whatever you, know, you want. You know? I appreciate that. I appreciate that because, uh, because the guys in St. Louis um, have more love for me than the men in Carpex, apparently. Speaking of men in Carpex, Brian Jodas, the king of content for F3 Nation. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> I just... Well, you know what? They are Midwesterners. They just got a way about them, you know? So They do. Just a kindness that follows sure them everywhere, isn't it? They sure. yeah. how, how are you it's, now? Say stuff like, you know, like just things like that. They're great don't people. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. The head of leadership development for F3 Nation. He hails from the Eastern North Carolina region. He's a pirate and we call him Seth Brown and we call him Bono. All of these things together. Uh, how are you, yeah. brother? Yeah, if, if you play that in ENC, we'd say bless your heart, which is the nice way of saying don't oh. do that again, boy. Um, <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice way of saying thank you for your leadership. Bless your yeah, heart. I know how, Trust I know me, you don't want that. You don't want that said about yourself down here. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm a southern uh, I'm southern enough to know. Yeah. The head of sectors for F3 Nation. He's handsome. He's bald. He's beautiful. He's Steve Schaefer. He's out of St. Louis, and we call him GMO. And he's got hair on his chin, his shoulders, his ears. He's uh, growing hair everywhere. <laughs> What's up, darkest? Wow. Wow. Uh, Everybody uh, likes to um, comment on my baldness. I like to comment that I can still grow hair. You know what it is? That's a very fair point. That's a very fair point. But the, the comment about the baldness is really people are like, oh, I'm so jealous. You know, oh, you've got hair or whatever. Right. When they, you know, they say these things to me sometimes. And I'm like, here's the thing. I'm jealous of the fact that you have a head that could be bald. I don't really have any idea what's under here and it might be horrifying. Like I, I saw I, a Photoshop I, when all that Doa hair thing was going on. Oh my. I saw a Photoshop that was that pretty, it was not good for you. Not flattering. It was not Beans and GMO that. pulled off. They look really good. You were it's true, it horrendous. Right? Uh, it's just not good. It's not good. Speaking of guys with good hair, the nation's weasel shaker. He's out of San Antonio. Sierra Gutierrez. We call him Spur. How you doing, brother? Yo, how are y'all? Good to be back. Good to hear, share some uh, good news with you guys uh, down from Texas. <laughs> did, did you just add a yo to the front of your howdy, y'all? I'm trying new things. You know, I'm going back to the, you know, the results from like, you know, the people that we're talking to. And I'm just trying to try new no. things. I'm open for feedback from everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, yep. I'll, I'll mix that one for next time. That's right. Don't fix what ain't broke, Spur. We, we saw the spike in, in listenership when you when you brought the howdies. So, gentlemen, here we are again to to chat and and packs of F three Nation. We're we're grateful that you're joining us for this podcast and and uh, we've got we've got so many things that are happening around F three Nation. So much growth, so much opportunity, and one of the things that we want to do uh, with this podcast is make sure that you all are as equipped as you can possibly be with the things that you're going to need to be the kind of leaders that not only that we need you to be in F3 Nation, but also that you need to be at home and in your communities. And so last week, we, we started a conversation, had a pretty good conversation, I think, uh, about a topic that is, is timely and on the minds of the men. And we talked about the fact that this kind of came um, out of a suggestion for a, a webinar uh, thought. We had our first webinar. We talked about that. 
Um, and, uh, and this kind of came as a suggestion as a possible webinar topic. And so we thought we'd just go ahead and address it now. Um, and uh, this is sort of your uh, webinar, not a webinar, I guess. It's a webinar that's actually a podcast. But we started talking about exportation. And what does that really look like? And how do we get men to, to step up? And, and what are some of the, the foundational points um, that we need to have in place to be good exhorters, right? To be the kind of exhorters that, that uh, a virtuous leader, leader would be. Um, and, and one of the thoughts that kind of came up after we, we wrapped last week as we were kind of shooting the bull um, afterward was, you know, and we ended the podcast talking about the difference between a little bit of difference between motivation and exhortation. Um, but also how, how do we use exhortation? So this was, this was the thing that kind of came up afterwards is how do we use exhortation to sort of battle some of those things we talked about a, a few weeks ago, uh, or a couple of weeks ago with, which is kind of that complacency, right? That, that, that burnout, how do we, how do we exhort when we're finding ourselves or we're finding men uh, in that kind of a, a situation. And that's, I think, where I want to start off this week because we, we talk exhortation. Um, but uh, I guess as, as Nantans, as, as leaders and, and that sort of thing, I know we find ourselves in those situations a lot. And we also find men in those situations. So what do we do? How, how do we use exhortation to sort of uh, build more ownership amongst the men and, and, and maybe battle you know, some of that complacency feeling? I would say um, one of the things I learned from doing a, a couple of grow rocks is my feelings don't matter. Uh, if you got to do it, do it anyway. Um, and it comes to doing the laundry, doing the dishes, or giving another man a compliment. What I've found sometimes giving another man a compliment or a word of encouragement, I got a little bit of a reputation of like doing it a lot. And a lot of it's because I'm trying to give myself some exhortation, a compliment um, that I want to get outside of myself and not get stuck, not get paralyzed, not feel sorry for myself. So it's almost a way for me just to say, hey, Satan, get behind me. I'm going to compliment this guy. I'm going to compliment myself. Um, and I'm not going to be drugged down by negativity or not feeling like it. No, I was just, I was, I was going to do that thing where you just read right from the cue source. Cause I think your question kind of is summarized here. So at the sort of in the bottom part of the chapter, it talks about empathy and correction. I mean, it just says the cue, right. Which is you, right. The cue you're, you're the guy, right. Knows the FNG. He knows what the FNG is feeling because he felt that same way when he started out as a status quo disruptor, right. As you're getting going in all this. Exhortation starts right there with the expression of, I know how you feel, brother. I was there right where you are and know how that feels. I have not forgotten, but there's hope. And that hope is how I feel now. So it's just, it's that, it's that being able to really talk to somebody in a real way and, and express, I've been there. I know exactly how you're feeling. And I love this. I love this line. I don't use this enough. I have not forgotten. I think there's something mm. There's something in that that that's just sticks out to me a lot. You know, uh, Kitty, that that actually is a really good way to to sort of firm up the where we sort of left off last week when you were when you brought up kind of uh, or, or you kind of shared your thoughts on the difference between motivation and exhortation, right? That's that's the to me anyway. That's sort of that building the relationship piece, right? Is, mm. Hey, I've been where you are, and I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten, and therefore I won't forget you. Go ahead, Beans. Yeah. I, 
to that motivation versus exhortation, it just really got my wheels spinning and thinking, okay, we were talking about how, you know, there's certain things that maybe can motivate you for a period of time. And maybe in my mind, I'm viewing motivation as something that has the potential to impact and maybe change a man's behavior in the short term. But that exhortation, when you bring in that empathy and that relationship, I think it has the potential to really change that individual for the long term. Um, and I think I, that's that's the main difference there in my mind. Well, that's a that's a good um, again a, a good delineation, a good differentiation to make uh, for sure. So, um, so I guess you know the question that was brought up when we when we first started talking about this was how do you get a guy to do stuff? You know, like what does exhortation look like in terms of getting a guy to cue the first time or whatever it was. That was sort of the way that the, the question from the packs were, was phrased. So let's get a little practical for a second. Like, let's, let's just go ahead and dive in and, and talk a little bit about how, uh, so I, I'll give you one example of a way to exhort. And I don't necessarily recommend this to anybody, but it's, it's what worked for me uh, on a couple of fronts, getting a little practical. Every time I uh, ask someone to be part of the shared leadership team for F3 Nation, my exhortation sounded like, you have 30 days, get ready. And the, and the, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. But maybe. It's been rather effective. I mean, but maybe, right? So I think it depends on the guy who's delivering the the, the exhorting and the guy receiving mm-hmm. it as well. But, mm-hmm. um, but in all seriousness, it, when you start thinking about practically, you know, in practical terms, how do I get a guy to want to step up? How do I exhort him to become the leader that maybe the leader that I see in him that maybe he doesn't even see yep. uh, at this point? How do I, how do I start encouraging so, him to, to do that? Sometimes you got to throw him in. So the, these guys, there's other tactical ways, <laughs> but for example, hold yours on, is a, hold th- on, hold on. That makes me think. You just said that. Have you seen that John Wayne clip where it's like the kid is like, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> he throws him in the pool. A ten-year-old kid. He just takes him and just tosses him. It's hysterical. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. All right. So, so I know my man Skipper Corey Widener, if he's listening, right? My man Skipper here locally. We had we had planned to co VQ co queue a workout for his VQ, right? And we had talked before, and we had drawn it up. And we had communicated about it. And I knew that he was fully prepared to do it on his own. And we had planned the workout out and we got there and we ran over to do the warm up. And I told everybody about how he was ready to co VQ the workout. And they were in great hands. And I pumped him up and I exhorted him in front of the entire group. And I ran away and I didn't come back. <laughs> wow. And he so led you the you entire workout. Him. Yeah. Just ran away. I said, I'm going for a run. I said, I'm going for a run and he's got you for the next 40 minutes. And I just left. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. And yeah, and he did great. Yeah, I wouldn't get so this is spur. I would not go down that path uh, personally. But you know that is one strategy that may work. You know, one of the things what I try to do is um, I try to help him see that bigger picture. And one, you know, to if if Dark Helmet's terminology is hey, you have thirty days. My terminology is usually hey, we need you. Um, you know, we need that skill. Like you are incredible when it comes to X, Y, and Z, because everyone has that particular skill, that D2X, and it's seeing that man's heart and where they're really great at. And you just tell them straight up, we need you. Um, this group needs you. You're going to make us stronger and better. And, and I have found that once men get that feeling that they're part of something greater, 
then they get excited about it and, and they get internally motivated. And sometimes it takes them uh, a day to move. And sometimes it takes them two years to move, but that message really doesn't change, right? Like, you know, Hey, we need you. That's good. That's a good call on that. I like that. And um, I've, I've used a similar thought, not because it's a tactic, but because it's the truth. Uh, sometimes when the guy is a particularly difficult EH, you know, but I see in him, not just a guy who could really use F3, but truly a guy who, who exudes leadership and that we really kind of need, you know? So in a similar way, I've often approached a guy and said, you know, Hey man, you should work out with us. And he's like, ah, I've got my own thing. I'm doing my own thing. And I said, and I'll tell him, and I'll say, Hey, look, I'll be honest with you. A lot of guys out there need F3 to learn how to be leaders. But when I look at you, I'm telling you from what I know of you, you're the kind of guy that we actually need to be with us so that you can teach us some things too. Well, so I like that. I like maybe that instead of being a selfish jerk. Yeah. Like why, why don't you come out and help us? Because it's, it's open to all men, not just because there's a bunch of losers who need, need help. I've never, because I've never deployed that EHing strategy. That's a good one. It's pretty I'm good. It's tough, to say, it's tough to say no to. It's tough to say no. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I was that guy. I wish I was an FNG and you told me that. That yeah. sounds great. Right? You'd feel pretty good about life. Wouldn't yeah, you, you sure ahead, would. Now I learned that 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 same thought honestly is as you were talking was one of the things I learned the hard way by listening to a principal interview student teachers and he was talking about how much his school needed them and how you know it was a tough school and and we need you we need you we need you and I'm like that's not going to attract the best people to you it's a matter of how are you going to also pour into them so I think what you're talking through is like recruitment strategy I mean the reason that I'm going to play football, if I'm, if I'm a, a top tier football player, I'm going to play at Alabama rather than UNC is even though I love UNC, they're going to pour into me at Alabama. I'm going to get access to the best coaches, the best thing. It, it allows me to do what's good for me that I love doing, but then I get better as well. So that whole idea of, of pouring into a guy in the skills that make him poignant as a leader, the skills that, that he's going to be able to get something out of. And I think the other piece then is what does he get out of it? So it's, a matter of you're going to get something out of it and you're going to be able to pour into other people. And that, that dual EH and strategy, I think is, is pretty cool. Um, so that way it's, it's, there's something for me and there's something you provided as far as that higher purpose is key. The other thing I like to do is after the guy does step up in whatever size, small or large way um, to, to I've thought about this from is what needs to stick and what needs to slip. And I'll always want to take that guy to the next level to evaluate what just happened. What did he learn about himself? What did he learn about the situation? Would he do it again? Um, I like when I, I get a guy to VQ to always do a did well, do better. And I say it's a really great way to hear what the men really thought that you did well. Um, but then those things that you could improve. And it's a gift to the next guy that's going to cue because he then is understanding what's important to the packs. And uh, you don't want that guy to walk away kind of rethinking what he did or what the impact was. So how do you hear, allow him to hear the voices of the packs who are going to say way more positive things about what he did than what he probably will say to himself. So just uh, make sure those things that need to slip away, slip and the things that need to stick really stick. That's good stuff, Jimo. Uh, I, I think that um, if you find yourself being viewed as a leader, one of the things that I think can be beneficial is 
for every now and then to interject stories about your failures. Because I think sometimes people see a leader who is at that point in time and maybe don't realize some of the failures that might have taken place on the trip to get there. And they just see you as you are in your present state. Um, and they forget maybe about the sausage and how it was made. Yeah. And, the 20 year overnight success, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And there's no doubt if there's a leader out there or a potential leader, um, there might be some hesitation, some fear and some anxiety. And if you start sharing those things about your journey and the failures that you had, um, that might allow that individual to relate to you a little bit better and maybe give them a vote of confidence to say, well, shoot, I, if that person went through it, you know, I, I, I can too. So sharing your failures, I think, is a, a good step to, to help in that exhortation. Yeah, because what that does is is paints a picture of of what can you learn, right? What are the the illuminating points to the lessons learned, and through that um, that idea, I think it's it's key. So that way you connect to guys, because you know it's sort of like with uh, what Kitty did. Maybe another end of that extreme is instead of just running off and letting them have it for forty five straight minutes, sometimes it's a matter of just you know you're in a circle and. All right, you got the count and call cadence, you know, whether it's Mary or some other thing. So it's it's opportunity and it's opportunity in small doses. So that way, then you can do what GMO was talking about and, and what needs to stick, what needs to slip, what are some things you did well. That's been one of those positive things, I think, in um in thinking through it. So so that way in the small opportunities, that's how guys learn um, and how you can motivate them on the front front end to to work with it and not be scared and then exhort them on the, the opposite end at the end when they need to continue to do it and then take that next step to, to queue even longer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think the principle there, you know, that you, you kind of bring up well, Bono and, and, and kind of everybody too, right. Um, the principle that you bring up though is, is not just for getting a guy to cue his first workout. Right. But it's for kind of for anything, you know, um, I'm going to back out and just, you know, give a little bit of my practical advice uh, thoughts as well. And that is, you know, if you want to exhort a man to do a thing and you want him to, to do his first workout, step up to be a site cue, step up to be, you know, some leadership position, step up and be better, just be a better man. Right. Uh, the steps are already baked in, you know, to, to exhort is, is there, but by golly, that's the last one, you know, if you want to talk about our leadership development process and the things that we we do in F3, the things that we know work, and that is number one, you've got to cast some vision. You've got to cast some vision for this guy. You've got to tell him where it is you can you see clearly that he can be, that he can understand. And, and you know, I've, I've said this many times, if you can sufficiently get the mission of F3 or the mission of anything, right? And, and, and by virtue of that, that means kind of casting that vision too. If you can sufficiently get that down into a man's heart, he will crawl over broken glass to get there, to do those things. If he believes it strongly enough. And, and so we have the steps they're baked in, right? Cast some vision, articulate that vision, persuade a man to come alongside you. And then, then is the exhortation. You know, sometimes we're talking about, I feel like a little bit on the call here or on the podcast here, we're talking a little bit about you know, exhortation being that initiation of first movement, you know, that thing that'll break the inertia to get a guy moving. And, and let's not forget that we're talking about after you've already got him moving, 
right? He's, he's headed in the right direction. And then he comes against an obstacle. So he has a little bit of a vision and an understanding of where he's going. So it's not a matter necessarily of getting him to start from zero, right? Hopefully he's got a little bit of, of forward momentum and you're just helping him say, Hey, don't worry about that obstacle. Just, you know, let's walk around it or let's climb over it or whatever it might be. But you're, you're just giving him the encouragement and the, and the push, right? So that he's feels incentivized to breach that obstacle. So as far as getting a guy to cue the first time, look, brother, if that's the first thing you're asking him to do, then you screwed it up. You failed him. You failed him because that's too big a jump. Maybe, right. You haven't done enough. If he's, if you're finding him reluctant, it's not a matter of exhortation. It's a matter of you not casting enough vision into that man's mind and heart for him to stand up and say, I'm, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go do that again. I hate to, to, you know, keep dragging C-SPAN into this when he's not here to defend himself, but he was, he was one of those guys, right. For me, he was my Nantan. He was my first Nantan, you know, when I was down at the fort and he was the guy who, who jumped up and, and just by his example and by the things that he did to sort of cast a little vision for me and help me understand kind of what we were really doing here. I remember that, that he and a guy named Double D down there, who's one of the original guys who brought it down to the fort. Uh, some of you guys, in fact, a lot of you guys have worked out with Double D, right? He's one of those guys that said, I can't wait for the day when we start saying things like, remember when we used to work out in this leadership group? And that guy, and he said it facetiously because it'll never, you know, that, that's always going to be the foundation of what we do here. But, but, the, but the fact that he said it gave me enough vision to go, by golly, that is what I want for my life. That is who I want to be. And so the day, and I was, I don't remember how many times I'd even queued, maybe only two or three times. The day that I found out that the guy who was the site queue at the place I posted on Mondays was stepping down, I went to C-SPAN and said, I'd like to try. You know, I, I want to do it. Can, can you show me what to do? Because I want to do it. Right. Go ahead, Spur. Yeah, no, I, I love what you're saying there, Doa. And, you know, it reminds me that, you know, extortion is, is a process. I was posting downrange one time at, a, uh, at an AO and there was a guy who had his VQ. The guy didn't do great. All right. I mean, it was it was not a, a, a fantastic VQ. And some of the guys were giving him a hard time throughout. And at the end, you know, the uh, the site queue went directly into um, into COT and prayer requests and all. And I was like, and I'm downrange. I don't know anybody, right? They don't know me. And I go, guys, hold on a second. We got it. This man poured his heart out and developed a workout for us for 45 minutes. The least we can do is give him feedback on what we did well, what he did well, and what could he do different. And you could see the look in that man's eye. You could tell, like, man, he he was a little excited about getting that feedback, right? He was excited about getting that vision of what he could do that next time. And I'll never forget that. I mean, that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, and I actually empl empl employ that same activity after every meeting at work. Uh, I go and I go back into my office with my teammates. And I, what do we do? Well, what could we do better? And it really helps us as a team confide with one another and create that shared vision of where we can go as, as a group and as an organization. Go ahead, Bono. Yeah, as, as you were talking about exhortation, really you're zooming back to the the other three steps, which to me it's useless to have exhortation unless you have a clear vision that is clearly articulated. Right. And what are you, you exhorting him to do? <laughs> and then you persuade men to make the first doggone step because you can't exhort him to overcome an obstacle if he never makes the first step. 
and so I think the reason it's vape for it, it that makes logical sense, and it's an acronym that makes that just works, right? And and it's I think the key is sometimes, you know, that whole motivation versus exhortation piece is you got to. I guess maybe motivate or persuade them to make the first step. And then you got to exhort them is the last step is when they, they run into an obstacle. And so if you don't do all of it, then you're not really leading because that's the key thing. And you learn that the hard way in the middle of a GTE at two o'clock in the morning, when the cadre are killing people off metaphorically and you have to carry them and chaos reigns is if you don't, vape then chaos reigns and so it's this thing of you got to do the whole process as a leader yeah i thought this would be the part of the show where bono would hold up a book called the obstacle is the way and give us a good book recommendation i'm trying to to not do that is but, is it, the fit, case. but, it, but honestly it in fits, all seriousness brother. it fits it here fits. it would 100%. be on brand it would, it would be, very be on, on brand, brand. but it, it does totally fit here. And the fact that in that other part of that exhortation component is it, it does talk a lot about an obstacle getting in the way, right. And helping them overcome that. So. Yeah. And sometimes I think it can be as simple as having exhortation, just be refreshing on what the vision is. And uh, just a reminder of that, because sometimes we get wrapped up in the action steps and the doing and the movement that we forget why we're initially doing what we're doing and just stopping to remind someone, Hey, this, remember, this was the vision that we all agreed to, or at least that you agreed to, uh, to start this whole process moving forward. Sometimes that's just a simple form of exhortation. Very, very true. Very true. So I guess, as we kind of, you know, look at the big picture here of everything we've kind of covered, um, you know, the, the, when is the best time to plant a tree, right? you know, today or 30 years ago, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, since 30 years ago isn't an option yet, although I will uh, use this opportunity uh, since I kind of set that up to comment on the fact that we have far too few Doc Browns and or Marty McFlies uh, in F3 Nation. Uh, so somebody get on that. I, I don't know how we work those in, but we, we definitely need to. Um, uh, I, haven't, I haven't met a lot of them anyway, but uh, you know, as, as we we look at that and we say, you know, when's that best time to plant a tree? So the, the question of how do you exhort a guy and when, you know, how do you get him to do these things or how do you help a guy overcome the obstacle that he sees? To me, that process begins on day one, right? That process begins and those seeds begin to get planted on day one. The day he showed up to a workout, it needs to be clear to him. That's why, I mean, when, when there's an FNG, our guys in the Ford have gotten pretty good about doing this, but if there's an FNG showing up to a workout, you can almost guarantee that the queue and or somebody in the, in the peanut gallery is going to start talking to that dude about the mission. Talk, talk to that dude about the credo, talk to that dude about the five core principles. You know, I mean, he, they're going to lay it down uh, to some degree or other. And so it just needs to be clear and planted in that man's mind firmly that, Hey, this is a, this is not a workout group. You're at a workout. So that you can learn to be a leader, you got to work out so that you can learn how to how to refine yourself uh, in the presence of other people. You're at a workout so that you can learn how to to deepen your faith and to deepen who you are as a man. Right? That's why you're at this workout. You're not here to just get in shape. It just so happens that the getting in shape is the first step to getting you to all those other things. Right? And so if you come out here long enough, you're going to be leading. Because this ain't a this ain't a consumer organization. Like I think it was Spurs said that it's not a consumer organization. Maybe it's you beans. Um, 
right? This is a this is a contributor organization. That's the way this works. So I think you know how do you how do you exhort a guy to do it? Well, you start on day one and you start casting vision. You cast enough vision and you articulate that clearly enough, and by golly, that guy's going to knock you out of the way to get to the next thing, right? And so I think it starts you know way back there. Go ahead, Mono. So so the key is is with the tree metaphor is is when do you start exhorting? It's well, you can start today. Hopefully, you started 30 feet ago using our, our terminology, right? Hopefully, you started by building that culture. You started that that culture where it's not just to work out. Our mission here is to build leaders. And so we set up the culture. That's where the, the web, webinar came in that the guys did GMO and the, yeah. and the men did is it's about creating that culture where we, we, we are here to build leaders. It's a culture. It's a community. That's what we do from the day you start. And so that's the 30 years ago, you plant a tree is the best time. Well, 30 feet ago for us. Yep. So you do it now. And if you haven't done it now, then start today. Yeah. Right. And get rolling um, and, and right. set that up. Yeah. We, we ain't the IRS, man. We don't, we don't want your back exhortation. We're not going to require no. that of you. Right? No. So no. We, <laughs> we're, yeah. Uh, it's only ever forward from here. It's only ever forward from here. So Pax, if you're, if you're listening and, and you're saying to yourself, okay, this makes some sense. That's because Dredd is a, an absolute genius. Um, he's the smartest man I've ever met. And he's also handsome beyond compare. He listens to all of these. So I feel like I should throw a little of that in for him. Um, but but the, go, <laughs> go ahead, Bono, go ahead. You have to say something smart, Alec, back because he's not here, right? And so no, you no. have to I like say what slam I said. him hard. Nope, I've said what I said. This is the way. This is the way. I've said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now part of it's because uh, I'm not a fanboy, but I am a fan. I will say that. Um, but uh, but the the fact that it's laid out the way that it is, and and it does make a lot of sense, and it is logical, and it does work. That's the main thing. Is it freaking works? You know. And so, Pax, as you as you start thinking about yourself, you start thinking about. Heck, it might be your your kids. It might be the men at your AO. It, it could be any number of places that you you see a vision of something that you uh, have identified as an advantageous place, right? You have looked and said, I know that if I can get you here or that if you will go there, that you will be better off than you are right now. And so grab that vision and do everything that you know how to make sure in small ways, leading up to big ways, that those people understand those things from you, articulate them clearly. And then once they see that vision, the persuasion part will be very minimal, very minimal, right? Because if they see that vision and they really have a sense of what that is, all they need is an ask. Hey man, this is where we're headed. This is where I see you going. Would you come alongside with me and let's, let's make this vision happen? Can we do that together? It would be awesome. I mean, it would really be awesome. And then as you find those obstacles, yeah, you're going to need to exhort. You're going to need to have some motivation. You're going to need a lot of things, a lot of tools, right? You're going to have to, part of that exhortation is going to have to be a restatement probably of the vision, you know, and a little more articulating of the next steps and whatever it might be. But it's that constant process uh, that we, we've got to employ with ourselves and with those around us, that you've got to make sure that your shield lock is holding you accountable to, right? That you've got to make sure that you've expressed to your whetstone so that, that he can, can pour down into you and make sure that you're moving along the path uh, in the way that you want to go. Because I'm here to tell you, uh, this world ain't getting any better. It ain't getting any easier to live in. Not anytime real soon, I don't think. And the need for us to step up and to do the things that we need to do 
to provide the, the stability in the communities, to provide the vision, to provide the leadership in the communities that is absolutely necessary for us to survive as a people, right, uh, is going to be on us. It ain't nobody else's job. If you're looking around and wondering, you're that somebody, biggin', uh, as Dredd might say, right? That's, that's just facts. And so it ain't easy, as we, right? As we often say, this is one of the most difficult things that, that we can find to do is persuade other people and to influence them uh, toward advantage. Uh, but I, I can also say for sure, there's nothing more fulfilling that I've found in my life. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, and if it was easy, uh, if it was simple to do, if somebody could just do it naturally, then we wouldn't need leaders. Aye. 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 Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time. Thank you.